Hi there, and welcome to Searching for Better. This episode is all about letting go of someone you love, when to and how to. So whether it's a friendship, whether it's a relationship, or whether it's someone in your family, today I'm going to go through everything that I've been through, the major relationships that I've lost, and yeah, basically the tips and ideas that helped me get through it. Hi there, and welcome to Searching for Better. I'm Julia, and I'm the blogger behind searchingforbetter.net, which is now the podcast. Searching for Better is all about exploring ideas on how to find our path in life and to live it wholeheartedly. So welcome to our show, and I really, really hope you enjoy it. So the reason that I wanted to cover this topic right after um, episode two, which goes through grief, was because one of the biggest experiences that I had after grief and during grief was the loss of a lot of big relationships in my life. Um, the first one being my dad, um, losing in the sense that, um, I decided to stop talking to him. Um, the second relationship I lost was, um, my boyfriend, which we'd been together for six years at the time and also, um, decided to part ways with my best friend of 26 years. So there's some massive relationships there that I've had to really assess, um, and learn and figure out when it was time to let go and why I wanted to let go. So the main things that I want to go through today are the biggest hurdles that I had um, when I thought about letting go of someone um, and what helped me to move on and move forward. So when you're thinking of letting someone go, um, the biggest thing that I really encountered that was such a struggle was focusing on the time frame that you've known that person. So usually, you know, when you're breaking up with someone or when you're letting go of a friendship, a lot of people comment or even we think about how long we've been with that person, how long we've been friends with them. And sometimes we think that a reason to work harder or stay in it, even when we're unhappy and the other person's probably unhappy is because of the time frame. So when my partner and I or my ex and I broke up, uh, one of the first things that he said was about how long it had been and about not just throwing those years away. And that's the same thing that happened to me when I stopped um, being as close to my best friend. After 26 years, everybody was just talking about how it was such a shame because we'd been friends for such a long time. As I thought about that and the timeframes of both friendships, relationships and really debated it in my mind, um, I actually started to ask myself other questions like how long had it been since I felt joy um, from those relationships or friendships? And another one that I really asked myself and really reflected on was asking how much my ex and I had really grown. And when I looked at it, I kind of realized that neither of us had really grown for a long time. And neither of us were really that happy. And that's really what pushed me and really made me think, aside from how long it had been, how much we'd actually gotten out of the relationship. And it wasn't just me. It was actually both of us. Um, and that's also in the friendship. I really thought about what, what was happening and whether the friendship or the relationship was actually serving us. And, you know, one thing that I do say as well is, If it's been a short amount of time, it's something that you might want to still repair. But I felt like through all of those years um, of both relationships, I'd been through and dealt with quite a bit and I had changed so much that I realized that letting them go 
was what I needed to move forward and find happiness. I'd been unhappy for a very, very long time. And when, when I really looked back and thought about these relationships and the place that they had in my life, that's when I realized that it wasn't so much about time frame anymore. It was about what was bringing me joy? How was it serving me? How am I serving them? And a big thing that I learned as well from all of this was it's not really about how long it is, but what you've brought to those years. And admittedly, I remember saying to my partner as well, my ex-partner, sorry, that it's not just about me being happy, but also if I'm not happy, then I'm not giving him my best. And that person deserves better than that. So I really came to the conclusion that you know, when a relationship isn't serving you, it's also not serving the other person by default. So when you're thinking of letting someone go and you're trying to decide how do you move on and let go, I would probably say ignore the time frame. I wouldn't think about how long it's been as a reason to decide whether or not you're going to let that person go and move forward. I would say, look at yourself, look at whether the relationship brings you joy And also look at whether it brings them joy. It's not just about us. It's also about the other person. And to make sure um, also about the growth. Have you grown from this? Has, you know, have you maxed out? Have you both grown from it and don't think that you can learn any more from each other? There's so many things to look at other than a time frame. And I feel like for me, looking at how much it had helped me to grow and how it had changed me as a person and whether or not the relationship was still serving me as a person I'd become was way more important than focusing on the fact that I had lost relationships that I'd had for such a long time. The second thing that I really think that people overconsider um, or misunderstand when we're thinking about how to let someone go and when to let someone go is the role of the person. This is such a huge topic for me, um, mainly because Um, At the beginning of my brother's journey of cancer, which you can hear about in episode two that I go through if you like, um, I made a massive decision um, to stop speaking to my dad. And this is a huge decision because obviously he's my dad. And a lot of people will say, you know, it's your mother, it's your father, um, it's your brother, it's your sister. Especially when it's a family member, they really look at you and think, you know, can't you just figure it out? And that's really... Um, something that we focus on in society, which is the role playing of the person. So because it's your dad, you should treat him as X, Y, Z, even if the relationship has been really difficult and is really hard. I do want to emphasize too that the decision not to speak to my dad anymore was a decision that I made with professional help. I made the best decision ever for me, which was to go see a psychologist. And I highly recommend it, especially for big things in your life. Um, I, I went in particular to go to Um, sorry, to talk about my dad and my brother, because obviously, again, my brother was unwell. Um, And through those sessions, I really started to realize the difficulty I had had in getting getting along with my dad for so long. Um, And also realizing how I was part of that problem and how I wasn't. Um, I have to admit, it was a bit of a relief when I heard the psychologist say that she understood my point of view. Because it's really hard when it's your father, because a lot of people will say, it's your dad, you know, you have to speak to him, it's your dad, or it's your mother, or, you know, there's always that thing of focusing on the role instead of the relationship. Letting go emotionally of someone that's so present in your life too is a challenge, um, but it's also a massive learning curve. So basically what happened with my dad and the process that happened there was I started to 
realized that nothing was getting better and that I was in a circle where, you know, we'd get along and then we'd have an argument and then it kind of just continued and continued. And I was really, really miserable with the relationship. Um, And this was, you know, I spoke to my dad twice a day. This was not someone that I never spoke to. Um, This is someone that I actually spoke to all the time. And I just found that, yeah, look, there's so many, there's so many different types of relationships with parents and it's really hard to get into. And to be honest, I don't want to get too far into it because it's also not fair on my dad. Um, But I will say that the psychologist helped me acknowledge and look at from a third person perspective, his behavior. And the biggest question I asked myself was, if this wasn't my dad, would I be putting up with this? And this was a relationship that made me miserable for such a long time. Um, It made me angry. It made me sad. My moods were constantly up and down. You know, my dad wanted what was best for me, but he also wanted things his way. So I really, really struggled. And after trying really hard to try and get along and figure it out, once it started to affect me and also affect the people around me, I decided that it was time to let go of that relationship. And again, you know, when it's a family member and you're trying to step back or create boundaries, it can be really difficult because you might see them all the time. My dad was still a part of my brother's life and obviously I still speak to all my dad's side of the family. Um, So obviously he would be at dinners and whatnot. So I made a really conscious decision to set strong boundaries and that was probably what helped me to let go and move on. So what I did was I... I actually only allowed contact if it was an emergency, um, obviously regarding my brother or anything else. And also I made the decision that I was not going to attend small dinners um, if he was there because I just found that not only did I struggle, but the relationship became toxic for everybody else and the environment that we were both in. So I made a very conscious decision to set boundaries and basically distance myself Um, And that's how I learned to let go emotionally of my dad while he was still present physically um, in the lives of people around me. One thing I want to emphasize too, again, is going back to the psychologist. This was not um, a childish cull or, you know, I'm not speaking to him ever again type of decision. This was a really difficult decision that I made slowly over months, um, over really conscious realizations that things were not going to change. He was not going to change. I couldn't change. Um, And just really, you know, prioritizing my happiness and self-care above all. And I really could not find another way to continue this relationship and simultaneously find my own happiness while he was in the same, I guess, um, place as me. So when you're thinking of letting go of someone that's a family member, whether it's a mother, a father, a sibling, um, I really, really encourage you to step back outside of the role that they play and look at them as much as you can from a third person perspective. Um, You know, I really, I think that, look, it can be really sad. And I understand that a lot of people looked at the relationship between me and my dad and thought it was really sad. But if this is a relationship that is providing so much unhappiness and you really can't see yourself out of it, you know, distance is not always a bad thing. Something I love to say is um, that I love him from a distance. I wish him the best. It's not that I hold any more anger. You know, that's something I've also had to work through. But I also know that I need to prioritize 
myself and how I handle myself in situations and also my happiness. And it, this was years and years of me not being able to find a balance in my life with him there. So don't be afraid to look outside the role and don't be afraid to, uh, sorry, afraid to prioritize yourself no matter the role that that person plays in your relationship because ultimately if you cannot find peace and balance with that person there, I personally do not think that there's anything wrong with finding a graceful way to let them go. And again, this was also me thinking of other people because like I said, there were so many issues. Every time we're in the same space, there were arguments. It was aggressive. We caused issues for other people. And I just realized that the only way that I was ever going to find peace for myself and also for my dad was to step back. Since stepping back, I mean, it's been three and a half years now and I am a happier person. I think because of that, I've also found my own voice. Um, and that's been a huge journey and one that I would never regret. So I think, you know, it's up to the individual and up to you and the relationship that you have. And, you know, you might not need to not speak to them all together. It's always up to the individual. Everybody's different. But I do think that one of the best things when you're looking at letting go of someone is to try and forget or not to prioritize the role that they play as a reason to keep them there. The next thing that I really think is important when we're considering letting someone go or something I found important in my own personal journey was when I realized that the relationship was not just making me miserable, but also making everyone around me miserable. Um, And this goes back to specifically my dad as well. You know, when we're fighting and arguing every time we see each other because we really just butt heads and we really don't see eye to eye, it's not just affecting me, but it was also affecting everyone around me. And, you know, I also had to think about my brother who was already going through enough and didn't really need to go through what he was going through and be in that environment as well. So that's definitely something to think of when you're deciding how to move forward and whether or not to keep a relationship in your life. So when you're really thinking about when to let someone go or when it's time to let go of a toxic relationship, I think it really helps to reflect on whether or not that relationship is also creating harm for the people around you and whether you're happy with the person you are around your loved ones because our relationships, they impact who we are, how we handle things, how stressed we are. You know, when I come back from a really difficult conversation with my dad, I was also a difficult person for everyone else to deal with. So not only did it bring me no joy, but it really didn't bring any joy to the people around me as well. And knowing that is what pushed me and encouraged me to let it go emotionally and move forward. And I think the final thing that I learned um, after letting go and moving forward from all of these relationships is that it's okay to grow and decide letting go of someone is right for you. Um, That's particularly what happened with me and my best friend of 26 years. Um, You know, she had made some decisions that I personally didn't agree with and those decisions were directly related to me and how she'd handled some situations with me. And I had changed so much as a person that I just couldn't allow myself to be treated that way anymore. I had decided that, you know, I put up with certain behaviours for such a long time um, that I had changed so much that I just wasn't allowing that anymore. And again, that comes from growth. That comes from, you know, self-care and self-love. And I had been through enough to know what I was willing to accept and what I wasn't. And 
those choices and those behaviors and the reactions that I had gotten for certain situations was not what I was willing to accept from a friendship anymore. I think too, as well with that growth, um, and the decisions I had made with that friendship, there wasn't any anger. And that's a key point that I want to say. Just because we make a decision to stop having someone in our life or to let someone go does not mean that we have to harbor anger or frustration or not be civil. You can decide that someone's behavior um, or the way a friendship is going or the way you're getting treated is not okay and let that person go gracefully as well. I don't think that that has to be a situation that's fueled with hate or anger or revenge. Growth, change, you know, deciding what you will and won't accept, changing boundaries is a part of life. And I think that it's completely okay if that means that a friendship falls outside of those boundaries and it means you have to let that person go. So they are all the things that I feel like were the most important topics or tips that I would say when we're considering letting someone go or figuring out how to let go and move on from a friendship, a relationship or a family member. And the most important thing that I probably want to end the conversation with is, you know, a lot of people see not speaking to someone as a negative thing, but I think if it creates a space that you both need to move forward with more joy, then it's not negative, but more necessary. And to be honest, positives can come out of the decision to have boundaries, to love someone from a respectful distance. And the benefits are not just for you, but they're for the people around you. When I slowly made conscious and very aware decisions to let such big relationships go in my life, I have found that I, if anything, have found my voice um, and have more self-love for myself. And again, this was not a de- these were not decisions that I made out of hate or revenge, but a really, you know, deep understanding that if a relationship is not serving me, then I am also not serving the other person. If I am not at my best and this relationship is not helping me to be at my best, then I am probably not being my best for the other person either. So I do think as well, you know, people think that it's a selfish decision to stop speaking to someone and I disagree because I think that it can take away the lessons that you both need to learn. And when you make the decision to make more space in your life by letting go of things that don't serve you, I actually think that you make more space for joy and more space for self-understanding. And that's definitely what's happened with me. Again, I am speaking from personal experience and to each their own really. Um, As I always say, take what resonates and leave what doesn't. But I hope that this episode has helped you. Um, I feel like this is such a big topic, you know, relationships play such a big part in our lives. And I honestly have found so much joy and happiness, you know, from sadly losing big relationships, but that's, you know, also given me the space um, and the mindset to introduce and allow new relationships in my life that have, you know, have been amazing. So I hope that this helps. And again, I hope you find something that resonates. If you like the content that I've shared today as well, I do have an email list. I usually send out an email once a week. Um, It's some, some stuff that I don't share here. And I'm also trialing some voice emails as well. So if you like the podcast, consider them, consider them a mini podcast episode that you don't see here. If you're interested in that, the link is down below. Otherwise, thank you so much for being here for this episode and I'll catch you in the next one.